All right, well, here we are, Simon. Hello. Hello. Uh, I'm I'm William. <laughs> and I'm Simon. Hey, Simon. Uh, we are here for the inaugural episode of... You talking to me, new? <laughs> are you talking to me, new? Hey, you talking to me, new? I, I don't know what the the best way to say it is, really. Where's the emphasis for you on that? Um, I mean, it becomes nonsensical if you don't say me, but also to say like, "Hey, could you pass me the mean you?" would be yeah. would be a, a tough one to pull off. Right. Um, I choose to lean hard into the M. Talking okay. to me, you. <laughs> Talking to mean you. <laughs> there's, I, I guess the the point is really there's no bad way to say it. Right. Okay, so there's no wrong way to say it, folks. This is a podcast, as I'm sure you've no doubt picked up on, in which Simon and I discuss a menu. More or less, the point of this. Yes. yes. Okay, so it's not just any menu. It's a menu of a place that Simon and I, in sort of our most degraded fantasy, deeply, (laughs) deeply want to go to. But through a number of circumstances, one being in in the midst of a global pandemic in which restaurants just aren't happening, and two our sort of geographical isolation from some of America's premier chain restaurants, I think is how you describe them, right? Uh, Make it almost impossible for us to get to these types of restaurants. We're talking about your... mm, Bojangles is too fast foody. Yeah. Like... uh, uh, what's the steakhouse that we that we went to Jersey for that one time? Oh, um, Longhorn. Longhorn, of course, where you get your your steak stuffed with lobster, cheese, and bacon all in one. Uh, places like that. So we basically spend what I I imagine will be fairly brief, mercifully brief episodes, walking through a menu of a restaurant. That we, you know, some parts, some part of us deeply wants to go to, but that for one reason or another we can't actually go to. Right. Is that fair? Completely fair and accurate. Okay. Well, for our inaugural episode, we are going to go to a restaurant called Cracker Barrel Old Country Store. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's sort of cheating to call it just a restaurant, or it's unfair. It's sort of slighting it. It's more than just a restaurant. It's both a restaurant and a country store. Yes. Each restaurant, I believe, contractually has to have some sort of gift shop in it. And it's got that game. I So I have been to this restaurant. There was one where we're, we were from originally. We're from, we're from Albuquerque. 
uh, we live currently in, in Brooklyn, which is why many of these places are, are no longer at our fingertips. Because uh, this place is Snobsville Central. Yes. Uh but I remember at the Cracker Barrel I went to in Albuquerque, they had this game at every table that was like a triangle with golf tees in it. It was like a form of checkers or something. Did you ever play that game? No, I, I think I remember what you're what you're saying. And right they I don't know if it was just the one in Albuquerque, William, or if this is a common thing, but it, it kind of make it look like a port. Like you sit out on a port. Like yeah. the when you walk up, it's like yes. a port. I like, think oh, port. Uh, right. I honestly think that maybe the first time I ever saw a real life rocking chair was on the the quote unquote porch of Cracker Barrel, <laughs> the restaurant. Which I did some reading in uh, Wikipedia, which I'd like to tell you about about Cracker Barrel. But I, ours, the one in Albuquerque, was strategic located at a, a pretty pretty heavily used intersection off the highway. But that apparently was the plan of this restaurant, as it is of many of these types of places. Your Outbacks, your, your Landry Seafood, they, you, you see them, you wouldn't see them like in normal life. But if you're driving right. in a car, you, you will see them everywhere. They're just ubiquitous. Um, so, Simon... And for our listeners, the closest Cracker Barrel in G- <laughs> to us right now is in mm-hmm. Mount Arlington, New Jersey. That does not sound close. It's not terribly close. According to Google Maps, uh, <laughs> it's, it would take us approximately four hours and 13 minutes to get there by public <laughs> transit. <laughs> you take the C train... <laughs> <laughs> up to the path station, and you get on a bu- the 80 bus. Mm-hmm. And, Simon, once you're on that bus, I, I, I would hope you brought something to read because you're going to be there for a while. So I want to, at the end of this, I would like us to sort of tie a bow on this episode to come back and make the decision once we've thoroughly perused the menu as to whether you think it would be worth the eight hour and 26 minute approximately round trip time that, that yeah it would take to get there. Are we talking COVID time or in a, a magical time? Right. In the this is, I think, the idealized trip. Google trip time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So I wanted to do just a tiny bit of, a bit of trivia on the place before we get into the menu. Is that all right? Yes. All right. When, Simon, do you think, and you can just do decade. I don't expect you. I mean, you are a scholar of American chain restaurants. <laughs> But yeah. I don't expect you to have a specific year in mind. But what decade do you think Cracker Barrel was founded? I'm gonna I'm gonna say the 1990s. Uh, wrong. 1969, my friend. Holy shit! Right. Real. Flower Power was in full effect, <laughs> but in Lebanon, Tennessee, Simon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a now infamous man by the name of Dan Evans decided to open up a little restaurant, Coombe Country Store. Huh. Was this a, like a, I assume it's a fairly reactionary restaurant. Well, in the 90s, as you may or may not remember, 
it was a subject of some controversy when the founder CEO Dan Evans instituted an official company policy prohibiting the hiring of any individual whose sexual preferences fail to quote demonstrate normal heterosexual values. I did not remember that. Yeah, and then <laughs> as if that were not heinous enough, in the 2000s, the Department of Justice brought a case against them. <laughs> Because they not only discriminated against, they had not, not only had discriminatory hiring practices, but they also discriminated against who they served oh, no. in the 2000s. So, yes, we have picked an absolutely heinous organization to go to for this very first time, though it still ranks in the top 10 of Business Insider's top 20 American chain restaurants, Simon. It does? Why? It's number four. In terms of... Okay, well... So I, it has like three criteria, but the thing that it is ranked number one in overall uh-huh. is value. Value? The average, the average price of an individual's meal, apparently, according to Business Insider, is $9.65. Unreal. Yeah. That's a pretty good deal. There are 660 locations in the United States as of, this is probably pre-pandemic, and they're in 45 states. So this is a big business here. Now, I don't know about you, Simon, but once I get all these facts floating around in my head, I tend to to have worked up a bit of an appetite. Good, because there's quite a lot of heavy food. All right, so we're going to go now to the Cracker Barrel menu, and we are going to have ourselves uh, a meal. So, Simon, why don't we start with beverages? Yes, but I don't exactly know where. All right, so you got to go into the lunch and dinner. Yeah, I'm there. You're there. And I believe there is a section there for bevies. Okay, maybe my thing doesn't scroll out that far. <laughs> I I only see beef, chicken, fish, shrimp, pork, specialty and classics, and turkey. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's not is good. That, maybe that's an issue with my scroller. Um, I think that you are looking perhaps at the mobile version. Uh, I don't mean to try to do that. <laughs> All right, let's try to do an order online. And, uh, now, one thing that is a problem with the old Cracker Barrel menu, Simon, is that I, when I got to the beverages, yeah. they don't appear to have any alcoholic beverages. That's not surprising, given what you've told me about the DOJ and the... So they've got, they've got two segments of beverages, crafted coffee... Oh, boy. And then beverages, which are a variety of uh, debilitatingly sweet soda-esque <laughs> drinks. Okay. Uh, so basically, we're going to have to do a similar thing that we do when we go to a basketball game. We're going to have to sneak in some nippers here. Great. Oh, I found the the beverages, by the way. All right. So I'll go first since I've I've had some time to really stew this over. 
Uh, I'm going to get a Craft Rota by Blue Sky. Ooh, Blue Sky's still in biz. I have not seen Blue Sky since I moved out of Albuquerque. Uh, fresh on our soda scene, our new crafted sodas are naturally flavored, asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> And by naturally flavored asterisk, they mean apparently contains no juice, which I don't know what definition of naturally they're working on. But to me, I don't think natural is necessarily juice free, but that's fine. Uh, Sweetened with 100% cane sugar and it's caffeine free, available in blood orange or black cherry. I'll do, I guess, black cherry, though I generally do not like that flavor. Enjoy bottomless refills. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Um, What are you going to have? I'm going to get the buttercrunch caramel latte. Oh, Um, that sounds pretty rich it's pretty rich (laughs) it's served with uh cracker barrel's own butterscotch thin stick for a buttery crunch this flavorful blend of creamy butterscotch and caramel flavors with rich espresso and steamed milk is finished with fluffy whipped cream toffee nut crumbles and a caramel drizzle uh enjoy hot or iced i'll have it iced since we're in the summer right uh great that's a lot of, that's a lot of sweets in one drink. Yes, it is, William. You'll be halfway to the hospital with a diabetic coma. <laughs> okay. After a delicious butter crunch caramel latte. All right, so we're taking our blue sky soda and caramel drink, and we are heading to the entrees. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't look like they have an appetizer menu. No. I mean, not on this crazy menu. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner bevies. They do have a dessert menu, thank God. Yes. Uh, We recently, in another podcast we do, went to one with, uh, without a dessert menu, which was just, it's a tough way. Oh, we were at Magic City, the Atlanta Strip Club. Not really a restaurant. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. So anyway, we're going to go to lunch and dinner. Simon, what entree are you getting? I'm going to get the hamburger steak. What the fuck is a hamburger steak? <laughs> I, was, right? I didn't I didn't want to want to look like an idiot here, but yeah, what's a hamburger steak? <laughs> it's a half pound hamburger steak <laughs> seasoned with garlic butter, served with your choice of two country sides, plus plus hand-rolled buttermilk biscuits or corn muffins. I'll have buttermilk biscuits, thanks. Although, honestly, I would love one of each if I could swing it, but I doubt you can. Right. Uh, I'm looking at it. It does. It looks like a like a beef patty mm-hmm. on a really nice plate of china. Yes. It's yes. it's Delftware, uh, blue and white, and it's got some steamed broccoli and uh, a scoop of mash. Exactly. <laughs> it's. I mean, yeah. It, it, they've put a hamburger on a plate. They've put a hamburger on a plate. <laughs> <laughs> they really have. Uh, all right, Simon, I am going to go ahead and order up the hickory smoked country ham. Mm. It is served with your choice of two or three 
country sides plus hand rolled or buttermilk biscuits. I'm going to go for three sides. Do you get sides with yours? I, I forgot to ask. I get two, but I don't see where the sides are listed. You're going to have to back out of that, and they've got a whole menu for their sides. And this is really where the bread is buttered at Cracker Barrel, if I remember. The sides are by far the best part of this restaurant. Yeah, my dad loved the sides. Loved the sides. Yeah. Um, I One of my sides has got to be the loaded hash brown casserole. I think oh. I think that's what they're most well known for. It's like basically cheesy hash browns with bacon. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fantastic. Um, I'll, I'll get I'll add on top of that some mac and cheese, and because fried okra for me, Simon is never quite enough. I'm gonna get the breaded fried okra. Ooh, yeah. Great choice. I love the okra. Um, I'm going to get hash brown casserole as well. Uh, and, you know, I'll get the whole kernel corn. Ooh, you health nut. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll get the dumplings, actually. Looking over this menu, I think I used to get, so my mom was fairly into Cracker Barrel for a while. Uh-huh, that's honestly shocking. I know. Um, it happened. It was a thing. I've probably been... Maybe not double-digit times, but I would bet over five times. I bet this is decades ago, but right. one of the things I used to get were the fried apples. Mmm. I know, and I mean, now that sounds somewhat repugnant because I think the fruit with a savory is is fairly appalling, but they were just so sweet when I was a kid that it was impossible to pass up. Yeah, I understand. When I used to go to Chili's, I used to love the um, the, the um, baby back ribs would come with um, very sugary uh, spiced apples. Like oh, cin- right. I got my baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> it's not impossible that we'll go to Chili's in one of these. Oh, yeah. Um, all right, shall we hit up the uh, dessert menu? Yeah, definitely. We're flying through this thing. I know. Well, they don't have a lot of, um, yeah, like you said, there's no appetizers. The drinks are not alcoholic. Yeah, there's not a lot to sink your teeth into in this menu. I mean, I'm glad we're here, and, you know, it's it's – as we've already mentioned, part of the experience beyond the meal is that shop. Right. You know, is the ability afterwards, you've had a big meal, you've got to walk <laughs> all the way to your car, so right. maybe take a load off halfway there, get in a rocker. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you'll find your forever rocker on the porch, take it home with you. <laughs> load it up in the car, take it home with you. Or, yeah. in our case, loaded up for a four-hour and 13-minute bus and subway ride home. Right. See, see what the other folks on the 84 uh, New Jersey Transit <laughs> bus think of your new rocking chair. I bet they'll think they want to murder you. <laughs> I just don't think they're going to be that into sitting next to a rocker. Right, and then the C train, always a pleasure in any, any time, but with the rocking chair, 
let's just say we'll be going separately. Um, I can't remember much about that store. I think they have like some fun candy and you know, obviously Cracker Barrel T-shirts and things like that. But yeah, I, I don't remember it either. I just remember the outside like swing. It's extremely out of place in Albuquerque, New Mexico. That really has nothing. Like it's it's a style that is just very foreign and alien to the New Mexico landscape. Like it's all made out of wood. Yeah. Which is which is unique in that part of the country. Uh, yeah, it was a it was a weird place. All right, so what kind of home style dessert do you think you're going to go with? Um, for me, this was an incredibly easy choice. This is basically my ideal dessert: the baked apple dumpling, mm-hmm. um, covered with pecan streusel mm, and premium vanilla bean ice cream. Mm, apple topping. So a couple of. <laughs> Did you add the mms or? Oh well, okay. To be honest. After after the word pecan streusel, it says and. Yeah. But after uh, vanilla bean ice cream, it says n apostrophe. <laughs> so. Uh, all right. Well, I'm getting the. Oh, this sounds amazing. Um, double fudge. Sorry, double. <laughs> can I just start over here? The yeah, double yeah. chocolate <laughs> fudge Coca Cola trademark cake. Great choice Alright, Simon This has an all-time caption Oops (laughs) We doubled the chocolate What started as a happy accident Is now what makes our famous cake so special We make it daily by hand And serve it warm with rich, creamy Vanilla ice cream Mm. William, do you think that they told the Department of Justice, oops, we didn't know we were systematically <laughs> discriminating against the people that were in our restaurants? I don't, and I think that's largely why the CEO, Dan Evans, was forcibly removed from <laughs> running that company after that lawsuit. Yeah, it wasn't an oops, was it, Dan? It was not an oops. Dan had a history (laughs) of just such things. All right, Simon, it's time to make a decision here. We've had a pretty, an okay meal. I honestly was expecting a few more bells and whistles at this place. It, it does – looking at that menu, I would probably want to go back – in an ideal world, I'd probably want to go there at least six times to make sure I got everything <laughs> I really wanted. Right. So that would be, uh, <laughs> what, 48 hours on a bus. Yeah, a full, a full two days of, of travel one way and, and the other. <laughs> And with a rocking chair each time, which might get you barred from pu- public transit. Right, from re-entry. Okay, well, they also do, and this is this is good to, to just keep in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do do catering. Okay. Now, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they go beyond the Mount Arlington, Roxbury area. <laughs> but if so, it might be sort of like a, a, a hashtag life hack. To uh, <laughs> to get them to cater something a little closer to home, at least just like on the other side of the of of the bridge, you know, like we'll we'll Roxbury Divide. 
<laughs> right. Like maybe we can get him to come to Newark or something like that. <laughs> Which part of Roxbury are you in? <laughs> Brooklyn? Oh boy, I'm getting the hang up. I think we've got to call the DOJ again here. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, if you're listening, we'll probably have a Twitter and maybe an Instagram and maybe an email. Uh, so maybe submit a menu to one of those. <laughs> Send us a menu somewhere. <laughs> so we're called you talking to menu, menu, mean you. You talking to menu. Uh, and. We'd love to hear from you. Any menu suggestion you've got, we're, we're pretty willing, as you may have, have noticed, we're willing to travel. Yeah. I'd prefer it not be a place that we, we could reasonably go to. Okay. You know, like, I, I feel like it shouldn't be within an hour's commute. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Does that seem like a fair rule to you? Sure. All right, Simon, uh, how do you say our show one more time, and then we'll, we'll go ahead and sign off? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to uh, Goodbye from Me and You. <laughs> You're talking to Me and You. Sorry. Bye-bye. Eat a lot of peaches. I took a little nap with a roots on Twitter. Squished your rotten peach in my fist And dreamed about you A woman